So, 99th episode of Batman. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm Richard. Oh, I'm Gareth. Welcome back. And um, Yeah, all that got cut, so you came back real quick. Yay. Well, what got cut? Exactly. Exactly. There's nothing there oh. to cut. It was gold. <laughs> That's why uh, it got cut. A horse of another colour. Season 3, episode 5. Indeed, there might be sounds or, or, this time. Or funf, if you're in Germany. Penguin stole a book. You yeah, knew that. Yeah. Because he was going to steal a book. He fired some sparks at people and then ran off through a different door that he could have just used to start with. He could have just jumped through a window there, right? Yeah. That'd be more um, action-packed. Robin did deflect it with a flailing cape <laughs> very badly. Just, uh, cloth. Me cloth! So he's pinched a book that's worth, or a folio, and they're calling it. Yeah, they've changed it. They've, it's a re- yeah. an instant retcon. Yeah, it's, it's despite the fact that we saw it in the first episode and it was just some very badly drawn pictures of women with parasols. Well, maybe someone said that. Maybe someone said it's not a book. And they're like, what, it's pages? It's got it's bound? It's they're like, book. barely. It's a full you. Penguin, Penguin steals the book. Batman straight away goes, I'll let him steal it. Yeah. Because that's like, Batman He's totally you. casual about this as well. Yeah. And it's also that then, technically, Bruce Wayne then... Um, Commits a crime by buying stolen property. Yeah. And it's like, that's oh, all good. It's fine. It's part of my plan. One, he's finally using his cash because mm-hmm. we never see that much other than in the, the Batmobile and cave and shit. We never really see him splashing his cash that much. So he just gives the penguin 10 grand for this book, which then penguin then puts on the horse and loses. So the money's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so he just pisses 10 grand up against the wall because fuck it, I'm a millionaire. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, well, no, because they they already say that it would be a, uh, it would be a crime against horse racing. Yeah, if that bet went through, so they were going to ca- give everyone their money back. I think mm-hmm. so. He would have got his money back that way. Um, I will see. She does do a remarkably good job of painting this horse and the fact that it is now completely different color, not obviously a different horse, but uh, but yeah, it really is quite thorough. Yeah, and a good job because it looks very natural if thorough it is bread. paint. Why does his hat look so fake in this? Uh, <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, but it's like, have they painted it with enamel paint or something? It looks like he's wearing a Monopoly piece in his head. Oh. Bulletproof or something. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe he stole it from King's Hat after that metal hat incident. Boom. Can ask him at the end of this episode. Ready to go, right, who are we going to sell this priceless folio to? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just go grab the paper. The well, the Saturday Review of Folios. So Folios being so popular in the sixties, they needed a weekly publication <laughs> to list all the ones where either people were selling them or wanted to buy folios. Yeah, do you have the uh, the parasol folio? Yeah. Well, oh, my name. Yes, A. L. Fred. Base. Base. How low can I go? That's about it. Really. So we mentioned glue gluten, but it doesn't come up again. So, yeah. I never said what he was famous for. Well, do it now. There's nothing going on in this episode. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, because Glue Gluten from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what was he famous for? I can't remember. Um, yeah, Horace Moon Man. Um, 140 credits, including 112 episodes of Naked City as Lieutenant Mike Parker. And uh, 12, 12 episodes of Mr. Broadway as Hank McClure. Mr. Broadway. Like yeah. It. There you go. That gets out of the way. Fuck him. Uh, he's probably dead now. So. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's no reason to mock him. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Don't mock the dead. I mean, unless they deserve to be mocked. Mock Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Hitler. Yeah. I do every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and if you're not sure if you can mock them or not, give it a week. That's what I say. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Once again, statute limitations. From, I don't know. Try to think. Um, hmm? <laughs> Yeah. There's a go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Barbara phones up Bruce Yeah. to go, yeah. hey, just so you know, because you're patron saint of the fucking Bruce Wayne Memorial fucking library, probably. Because your name's in it. Yeah. Um, just let you know that this book's been pinched. And he goes, that's fine, I bought it back. Not at all can compromising like integrity as a whatever of this library and just well, buying, no, I mean, buying stolen goods I don't th- yeah. yeah but it was his so is it stolen well it was taken without his permission so yes I would say so yeah uh, but he get I don't think well, that's he paid, but the thing is you know, well he paid a ransom for it which is yeah which is not a crime for him no but it's uh, yeah. it's just encouraging a bit of penguin go remember that time I stole that thing and then held it to ransom and got money for it and do that again because that worked out fine yeah, that's why, uh, you know, you don't negotiate with terrorists apart yeah. from all the people who do. Except we don't. Uh, and then they call it just, you know, teamwork or something. Yeah. Ugh. I hate folios. Almost as much as I hate horses, but... Yeah, never mind. Indeed. But folios are stupid. Um. Him. Oh, I've got an itchy ear. Him. Yeah, so I'm. St- yeah, you were quite right. I still haven't figured out why an armband's got anything to do with this. Yeah, and visors kind of weird as well. I don't know why people wear visors to count money. That is, they doing things from like the seventies. Because there's a bright light shining on their head, and it get- keeps the glare out of their eyes while they're counting money. I mean, I get the idea of a visor. What's the point of an armband? Like outside of, you know, just to identify you as. Someone, as knowing someone who's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's either to show that you're mourning mm. or, I don't know, Hitler Youth or something. I don't know. Can't it's, we upgrade it? Can't we get an enamel badge well, now? Well, he's actually got an armband on. Never saw it behind her head. Um, oh, yeah, he has an armband on, but it seems to be oh, a lady's garter. I know, but no, but I've seen that in other things. Essentially, when it is to deal with bookmakers or people are getting money they have those on so it must be some sort of uniform thing well no but i've seen my uh do you remember ewing stewart yes he used to wear them oh yeah because it was um it was kind of like a like a bicycle clip that you would put on your trousers but for your arm for your biceps to keep your maybe just keep your shirt up so it's kind of like you pull up a little bit and then you put the arm bond on to like yeah. keep your cuff away from when you're counting so it's not yeah. catching on things maybe I don't know, he always wore it with braces. It was a very good... It was like a kingpin look. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fuck with that, man. <laughs> oh, no, he'd, can, he'd punch a wall through... What do you know what I mean? He has, uh, his his sh- shoulders got ruined because of just how much weight he could bench. Oof. It's a tank, that man. <laughs> much love. Yeah. Thanks for helping me move um, that time. With, um, <laughs> racing secretary, led by... Herbert Anderson. Who I know from Batman. Okay. Batman. This. This. Oh, yeah. Well, he was in 140 seconds of... Uh, seconds? Yeah. 146 episodes, even, of Just Dennis. 
or Dennis the Menace. Mm-hmm. The um, blonde one. Hmm? The blonde one. Yeah, not like the Beano. Yeah. Yeah, the TV series from things. He mm. was Henry Mitchell, Dennis's father. Yeah. So there you go. And that's... But yeah, no, I know I him from down. this because when he appeared in Batman previously as some dude, he <clears throat> looks just like a young... Uh, hold on. What's the other Arkin called? Adam Arkin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew it couldn't be him because time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I looked him up. Um, Wayne Bow. Yeah, worst name for a horse ever. Yep. Um, took the right and <laughs> right and crew this all of three seconds to come up with that. And just been ah, fuck it, that'll do. I mean, it's no because it couldn't. You couldn't come up with it that quick because it's so terrible. That's unacceptable. I think somebody's been sitting on that for a while. Probably name something that. What else would you name a horse then to do now? What do you mean? Just call it Mar- <laughs> yeah, Martha. Yeah. Call it um, the Wayne Memorial Horse. Call it, <laughs> call it Pearls in Dirty Alley. <laughs> oh, just call it, <laughs> oh no, my parents are dead. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, only a couple of episodes ago, I said that he never talked about his uh, how his parents are murdered, and now everything seems to be about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> why Alfred makes those faces all the time. Oh fuck, he's talking about his parents again. Well, you know, it's kind of Alfred's mm. fault, right? Yeah. Um, you well, know, yeah. he. Uh, what was the? He's um. He's an enabler. Yeah. Alfred should have said no. True. All these terrible things that have happened yeah. to Bruce Wayne over the years. Um. Now, no I, one dies in a way. Well, yeah, because I thought gas. Myrtle was going to die because he did say previously before delivering this penguin to them that it, de- it deploys poison gas. And I say, Lulu Lasagna does kind of go, oh, I'm not going to kill anybody. And, you know, and he kind of goes, well, do, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I totally do. <laughs> um, but yeah, Myrtle here is played by Constant Davis. Eight credits. Um, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> I didn't bother right down any of them. But um, there you go. But yeah, she's not dead. Because I did think, well, wow. She dies, but then she gets up and walks off. So not poison gas. Mm. Pathetic. What's wrong with his bowler hat? It's too small. Or is it too? Is it just the right size? I feel like it's way too small for his head. Maybe the guy shrunk the bowler hat so to do something. And it shrunk it in the wash. Yeah. Made yeah it's def- that's definitely too small. Right. It's four inches above the 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 ear. You don't want it touching the ear. No. You don't want it four inches above the ear. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm not a bowler expert. No. Though I feel like if I wore a hat, I'd want like a trilby or a bowler. Yeah. That seems different enough. Not sure what kind of hat. Well, wear. you can't wear a flat cap anymore. You just look like you're in no, UKIP. I don't I, I never suited one of those anyway. I used to. Um, I did a fedora somewhere. I mean. But I don't ever wore it out. Indiana Jones. No. I have a cable hat as well. Of course you do. I've got my 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 um hat brown hat that I've worn for gardening and shit. I don't know what kind of hat it is. It actually suits me. It's well, right. One of those stupid wax hats. It's kind of it's like the same yeah the same stuff as like my trouser bone thing. So it was my Australia hat. Yeah. Because my farming hat. It looks alright. Yeah, I bet it does. I know someone with one of them. Yeah, me. No. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wear it one day, and then you'll see my hat. <laughs> you'll see you'll see my hat with your eyes i'll show you my hat 
<laughs> Don't you like my hat? Yeah. Stop saying it like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he was in the Clock King episode, by the way. All right. I here's wrote a, it, I Here's the thing. Um, they show... Yeah, they show some sort of footage from their outside broadcast of um, this thing. And normally they do, like... Well, it was there. It was on screen there for a second. Um, they do sort of stock footage of outside stuff. Yeah. And yet they they actually had a sign made in this one. It's like... That, wow, could, that could easily just be a map painting. It's a very basic uh, map painting. It's only writing on a blue good. background. Uh, um, good to see his, his Spanish lessons really helped here. Yeah, see, si, senor. Yeah. But he's clocked pretty quickly by like Penguin just goes, well, that's just Dick Grayson. And it's fairly obviously Dick Grayson. Uh, I mean, that's great, right? They've just drawn his monocle on a pair of goggles. Yeah. Well, they say about that. It's a nice little touch. I mean, this is where the mighty Bush got their ideas from, looking at how he's dressed <laughs> oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> it's fine, though. No, a part of me a few days ago thought, I want to rewatch the mighty Bush. I did not make it very far in. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I tried a while back. It's dated surrealism. Isn't that weird? Mm, yeah. But saying that, right, Monty Python, the films, I mean, Monty Python, the TV show, it's very hard to watch. Yeah. But that, um... Fucking crimping nonsense. I, you know the whole the sort of weird thing they do in the Mighty Bush. Oh, the talk rapping. Yeah, yeah, that's awful nowadays. I have no issue with that. Mm. I mean, I I didn't get to that. No, but the idea is still, you know, I still occasionally think of uh, Captain Cabinets. Captain Cabinets trapped in cabinets. Will he get out? Can he get out? Of course he can. Yeah, that's, 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 that is pretty good. Yeah, that, that, um, this, that horse is quite an unruly horse in this. Yeah, well, she's got a beard. Yeah, but you can tell on that horse. It's is like in Spaceballs where it cuts to the, the, when they capture their stunt doubles. <laughs> See, I, every time I think of Spaceballs, the, my first thought goes to them combing the desert. <laughs> We ain't found shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, that was racism. Yeah, but it's still, it's still the first thing I think of, and I still kind of chuckle at it, going, "That's actually an alright joke." <laughs> Terrible, but good. Yeah. Uh, uh, There's a few of those in that. Yeah. Though you but, know, I I remember being sickened by Pizza the Hut. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I think it was the fact that the weird painted silver man next to him was eating him at the same time, and it was like. <laughs> Is that just sort of special effects? No, he leans in at one point and then comes away with pizza running down his chin. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, don't do not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got another... Oh, there is, is this a different bowler hat now? Is it lower? Possibly, yeah, maybe an inch lower. There is a point here. <laughs> I think she runs off to the, the bookies right now. Yeah. And for a split second, I was like... Holy fuck, Donald Pleasance is in this because the guy in the bookies mm-hmm. look for a sec, that does kind of look like Donald Pleasance. Well, he's a white man who's going bald, yeah. No, but he's, it's a thing. It's only when you see it like the next he looks one, more, you tell it's definitely you know, not the, him. The drunk guy from King of the Hill, yeah. That's oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like the first time I saw it, I was just like, What the fuck is he doing in this? Yeah, and then when it cut back, I was like, Oh, well, it's not him because, well, one. Don Pleasance would get lines if he was in this. But two, in why the fuck would he be in this? I don't know. When was The Great Escape? That was 66, I suppose, 65. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, right? 
if you said, what did Donald Pleasance do, right? Yeah. I don't think he did much, right? A great Escape. Um, oh, was... He did... Because uh, th- there's a point where he just did crap, right? He yeah. was Blofeld, obviously. But I think he was... Wasn't he, was, was it Agent for Harm, I think he was in? And then he did that wonderful uh, Any Port in a Storm episode of Columbo. Oh, was... Oh. And then he did way too many John Carpenter movies. And yeah. it just put him into trash zone. No, John Carpenter isn't trash. No. But he was willing to take a little money for a little work. And just was, you know, he's, he was the Bruce Willis of his day. Yeah. I mean, you've heard about that, Bruce Willis, right? Yeah. You pay Bruce Willis, um, I think it's like a million dollars, and he'll, he'll do your film. No matter what it is. Oh, well, I'm the same. So if you got a budget of <laughs> one million and one dollar yeah. and shot it with friends on an iPhone, Bruce Willis would turn up. This is the bit where you get in the bag and we hit you with hammers, Bruce. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Think of the money. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, watching Batgirl ride that horse, that, that horse is a fucking nightmare. Can we go back and look at it? Because we sort of went to a magical land. Yeah. Right, go back a minute. The only thing about this mouse when I use it is very clicky. It's good. I like it a good solid click. No, you just sort of want, you look at this horse on close-ups and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's crazy. But I mean, the the, yeah. the horse that the penguins riding is one thing. Yeah, but the the rainbow horse at times looks truly it's, crazy. The rest of them seem. It, can, I don't know. It's the way it's like. It's like it's running to one side, desperately trying to roll over. Yeah. It's like it's trying to, it's it's to kill everyone. Our sort of focus. It's like heads going to early place. Like, fuck. Yeah. Can, it's it's definitely a a mental horse. And I say, can, um, yeah, Von Craig had sort yeah. of can, said, I wanted to ride the horse. And he went, yeah, okay. And then turned up. The horse was mental. And she went, yeah, no, no not getting on it probably just as well because this it could have killed her yeah so. but yeah she's totally uh down for whipping the fuck out of this horse here's things up she's obviously the can sort of the right build for being a jockey mm. robin's the right build for being a jockey mm-hmm. and penguins <laughs> no offense to the man he's small that's something he's portly yeah yeah it's not exactly what you want in a jockey no. It's just running about a bit here. I, yeah, He's gone. Yeah, it's it's good work. I like uh, for some reason I really enjoyed that. Mm. Um, it's physicality. It's the it's he always keeps the the penguin stuff going because I don't think he would run like that in real life. No. She has <laughs> but, great difficulty running because they've obviously got her in heels. Yeah, running on what, gravel that and grass is one of the things that kind of gets me in the fight scenes with this a lot of time because I say she does a lot of very high mm. kicks at face level. Yeah, that high heel scares the shit out of me. That's going to take an eye out. It's like oh. um, you know, it's like uh, Ginger Rogers always used to say, right? They used to say Fred Astaire was the greatest dancer in the world. And she's like, yeah, and yeah. I had to do it all backwards and in high heels. Kapow. She just swings Penguin about for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, getting ready to do her usual kicking thing. But instead she just 
really fucking clovers him with a lot. But no, she did that last time, right? Yeah. Well, on the episode where she is supposed to marry him, she attacks him with a roll of wallpaper, very similar. And Batgirl's gone, like smoke. Like a shooting star. star. There was a bit as well, I, I was learned from, she suddenly turned around and go, Bruce Wayne's gone. And I was like, like smoke, like a shooting star. Oh. No, these millionaire playboys are like... Now going somewhere else. See ya. <laughs> like like vampire Willow. <laughs> Bored now. Yeah. He's gonna kill someone with that brolly. <laughs> oh horror, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no no policeman has ever that's... had to arrest someone while holding a parasol. <laughs> She's just swinging that bit. That's gonna get him. Let's not chase after. I mean, it's always Robin's desperate to chase after Batgirl all the time. Yeah. And Bruce or Batman. Batman. Who does have the biggest boner for her? So I was like, no, it's fine. I go, like, he doesn't want to cat. Like, he doesn't want to hook up, but he does. Well, but no, it's trying- the same with Catwoman. Yeah. Well, that's, more, but she's licking his face all the time. So he's like, settle it down a little bit. And yeah, so, but he's got, you know, also, he's got the boner. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, maybe. And she's like, he's like, but what about Robin? Let's and she'll him. always go, <laughs> yeah. kill him, <laughs> stab him. Oh. Um, I don't know what they were expecting here when, like, Kamesh goes to visit Barbara and she's dusting the Egyptology, Egyptology section. Mm. Who did they think was going to show up? <laughs> he should have walked in there and went, oh, how's it going, Barbara? I'm not bad. I'm just uh, again, dusting the Egyptology section. He should have went, oh, we, fuck. We have to be getting near the end of uh, King Tut's run on this, right? Yeah. Wh- <laughs> Why has the Professor character not got a name? I'm sure they He's did. never been given a name. You sure? Positive. Never. Other than Jervis mm. Tetch, I don't know anyone who's been given a name. She loves the fact that King Tut is in her library. That's so cool. And then she wanders off, right? And he runs back. He he ran away like he left, but he apparently just went and looked in a different section. They were barely off camera before he just a little wander back. But um I mean one it does make me hopeful for the next episode because Victor Bruno has always been good so far. He's going to almost better go and can tell Bats that King Tut's knocking about. He's in the public library. He's done nothing wrong. He's just perusing the books. He's not attempted to steal anything yet, unlike Penguin. Yes, but brain. he is not if doing pro- anything wrong. But if the professor is hit on the head and becomes King Tut, King Tut is evil. <laughs> But I, how's this? Don't call Batman. Call um, like a medical help. Yeah, or it's like seeing a heart there, attack. Let them sit there and look at your scrolls. Sneak up behind them. Just give them a bit of a rap on the head. You probably Soft. need a very special King Tut hammer. You don't want to kill a man, but you want to hit him just right. Hit him with an ankh or something. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's shaped like an Egypt thing, an Egypt thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's also a handy magnet. <laughs> yeah, the fridge bag. <laughs> oh. And more pork. Oh. But yeah, he's just he's just having a bit of a read of a scroll. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh my god, I just thought of a nightmare idea for a podcast. It'd have to be monthly. Mm. Uh every once a month you read the next Discworld novel. Oof. I bought a heap for a while and I got through most oh, of and the... I loved them. What I mean yeah. is I have difficulty reading. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I reckon um, I will watch the peripheral TV show, or maybe it's a TV movie, or maybe it's a movie, but on Amazon. 
Either way, yeah. I'm sure I'll end up watching that before I ever finish that book. Mm. I've had it years, and I love it every time I read it. But my brain is so awful, I go, I forgot what happened, and I always start again. Yeah. I was being made by uh, Jonah Nolan and uh, Lisa Joy, the team behind uh, Westworld for mm. Amazon. Because nice. people were like, why is Westworld ending after three seasons? Other than it costs twice as much as Game of Thrones and no one watches it apart from me. Mm. But um, uh, probably because they signed a deal with Amazon. Well, you know, got to get that sweet bank. Yeah. And no one uh, no one appreciates person of interest, not like me. Love that show. Fair enough. It's great. So, this show though. Yeah. Rating. Six. Also up from last week. Combined. Oh, Combined. Six. I think even though there was fuck all in this episode and we kind of ignored most of it. Yeah. It was slightly more enjoyable than the week before. I find because of the horse race. Yeah. And, you know, that's production value. It's like, it is enjoyable. It's like the opposite of the pod race in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Whereas, again, the 12 minute pod race is a piss break and boring as fuck. This was only like a minute and a bit long and you're like... I think you'll find the first lap of the pod race is pretty good. Then you realise they're going to show all three laps. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, there is. (laughs) That is definitely an issue. It's also why I don't like Formula One. If it was a bigger track, maybe if it went upside down, or like, you know, some Mario Kart shit. I did attempt to watch Formula One, I think it was maybe last season, Mm -hmm. because of doing the the, um, Fantasy League. God no, can't can't be arsed watching it. I don't mind doing the fantasy league and keeping. Yeah, it. I don't mind reading stats. That's how boring F one is. Yeah. stats are fun. F one yeah. is dull. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Spanish Grand Prix day. I already have ten points because uh, Bottas. I I predicted that he would be in pole position. Bottas. Bottas. I mean, I don't know what his first name is. I don't learn their first name. He doesn't sound real. Yeah. <laughs> Trust he, me. Is he not from the pit? <laughs> Bottas rises. Pit of Kaku. <laughs> um, mm. He has flies for eyes. <laughs> That's why he's so good at racing. What? I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Many segments. Like, like a tangerine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's got eyes like a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> Tangerine's famous for their sight. Oh. Helping you stay in the dark since. Not like a filthy persimmon. <laughs> Has anyone been stabbed in the eye with a carrot? That will help you stay in the dark, you oh, bastard. Bugs Bunny's probably done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take that, Fud, you wanker. There's got. Uh, why is there not a horror film where it's not Bugs Bunny, but it's kind of Bugs Bunny? And he hunts people and kills them. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Oh. <laughs> Cooperate before somebody else gets it. <laughs> oh. Sell it to Hollywood for a million dollars. Yeah. What would you call it? I'd take a hundred thousand, frankly. What would you call it? Well, you could set it at Easter because there's probably no not been any um, Halloween, uh, not Halloween, um, horror films set around about Easter. Yeah, but you know, you need you need like a date. Easter's too vague, right? Like you need a date. You need like a. Beaster Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Beaster Bunny. Happy Beaster. 
<laughs> Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> um, no, I've got nothing. It's terrible. <laughs> no, I was just—I was going to try and build on that, but all I could do was is, say Ash Wednesday, but slightly sinister. Is Midsummer like a good Easter? Well, it's been Midsummer Murder, so that's going to. No, but like Midsummer, you could spell it wrong. Check an A at the end. M I D S O M M A R. Midsummer. Give it some of that. Give it some of that uh, Wicker Man look. And you go, oh, it's going to be like a clever horror film. And then it's a bunny killing people. Yeah. And what would yeah. it, it wouldn't be like a giant bunny, right? It'd be like a Chucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to be careful because you don't want it to look like the bunny from Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that um, the animated film Hop or something? I never saw that, but there's not. Well, no, I didn't see it either, but so. it's uh, Russell Brand as a bunny, right? Oh, God. That seems like horror. Oh, I still um, like Russell Brand. Uh, do I? I don't know. Has he done anything wrong recently? I don't think so. I think he tries his very best to do as good as possible. Yeah, he seems alright actually. Apart from he's just gone I over just, to that other that new no, podcast just, company. Alright, I'm just not a fan, but I mean, he seems he seems fine. Doesn't seem as much of a douchebag as he used to be. Well, he was a you know a douche, and then he mellowed out, and then yeah. he married Katy Perry. But he wasn't; he was still a douche because they got divorced. Yeah. And I'm not saying it was his fault or her fault. I'm just saying, it's, you know, he's, he's got a certain ego, yeah. and she definitely does. No offense to her. That's how you stay where she is for as long as she has. Yeah. Um, and so now he's married to a person, right? And has children like a normal person. Yeah. You know, like Matt Damon. Yeah. You married that waitress. It's a good idea. Do that. Think normal. Don't go, no, we need it. I'm, I'm going to marry Ethel Merman. Yeah, 32 days. <laughs> well, actually, no, the, it was only stayed together for 32, it was November. Mm. Uh, but yeah, number one rule, never marry Ethel Merman. It's really easy to do now. Yeah. It's very hard to marry Ethel Merman, frankly. Yeah. You need a shovel to start with. <laughs> hey, Siri. Who wrote the theme to the X-Files? I found this on the website. Who wrote the theme to the X-Files? Mark Snow. See, oh, there you go. Hold on. There you go. And just quickly pop to... Uh, uh, I just want to know if it was a number one hit in this country. And if it was, I'm just going to cheese it on a high note. And by high I note, I mean, you know... I'm fairly sure I bought it on the CD single. Oh, it definitely was released as a single. Yeah. Um, I would say it got number one. Pretty sure. The X Files instrumental recorded by Doodly Do Snow Doodly Do ninety three Doodly Do released in March ninety six in most countries it achieved huge success, particularly in France, where it released uh, number one in France. Yeah. Oh, weird! What? According to Wikipedia, yeah. what genre oh. have they classed the theme to the X Files? I'll give you obviously a hint. It's not in soundtracks. They've given it two genre types. Oh. Well, country music, obviously, and um, uh, no, I've, I don't know. Down tempo. Yep. And dark ambient. 
Oh, that's okay. No, both appropriate. Yeah, but that's just but like, <laughs> weird. That's, yeah. Yeah. When I think down tempo, I think of that first DJ Shadow album. I don't think of this. I was like, on. Yeah. I mean, it's so down tempo, there's no drums in it. Mm. <laughs> 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 Chart performance. Here we go. Yeah. Number two in the UK say a singles chart. Oh, well, what was Scotland though? Scottish chart. Well, it doesn't have it. I bet good number one. As a French charts. No. The X Club version. X Club. I don't know what that means. Oh, why didn't X Club Seven do a cover version? <laughs> they just sang it into the genre Euro dance. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love about a Euro was, dance. Weird thing is, genre Euro dance released in Australia. <laughs> what? Yes, there wasn't, there wasn't any old shape if you stick Euro at the front of it. It's, so Euro dance is that when we you were allowed to say techno? <laughs> Could be techno, 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 techno. techno. Mm. There's a very small window where that was allowed. <laughs> Look, I'm standing on the dance floor shaking a glow stick. Woo, techno. <laughs> <laughs> you know other than that you just have to be pie-eyed and head out to be back and that's yeah. about it I mean you can't obviously this is a, a not a visual medium but um, you'll see this that's when this was considered a dance move yes <laughs> which is basically your hand like you were playing darts but straight up in the air <laughs> no does he maybe know Jesse Pasternak maybe oh, that's how everyone goes. else was dancing you were doing the, I'm pretending to throw darts up in the air, and everyone else in the club was doing the shit. We're avoiding all these darts that are fucking flying out the air. That that makes perfect sense. Yeah. In its own madness. Yeah. Well done. There you go. Oh. And on that realization, cheese it. it. <laughs> Premium <laughs> bar. Woo. Synchronicity. Your favorite uh, song by the police. 